Hello, and welcome to Cardishanet, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jarrow. I'm Trisha McGuffin. She's back. Oh, my Lord, Marcy. How sweet is this moment? It's very sweet. It's very nice to be (sighs) back in your kitchen. (laughs) For those who don't know, uh, Trisha has uh, not been on the last couple ups. Uh, and we are so happy to have her back, and I could cry. I'm so happy to be back, and the last few apps were amazing. We I enjoyed some... them so much as a listener. That Thank is so you. sweet. Well, we missed you dearly. Listeners missed you too. People people went out of their way to say that. Yeah, that very they like the guests, but they missed our Trish. I need I need that affirmation. And I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, it was fun. We got we found some cool things. We watched a weird uh, doc. Yeah, we watched uh, we watched some uh, vintage apps from flicks. That was the flicks? reels. Uh, the reels. reels. <laughs> Netflix is a very good. <laughs> I mean, it's close. That's crazy. I didn't know any of that bag stuff. I didn't. I like had a vague memory of it, but I did not know the detail. That footage is really crazy. It's when crazy. you see the moment of him like shuffling away with the bag, it's, it's really crazy. It's crazy because we were all like kids when it happened. Like yeah. I remember, like I was in maybe like second grade or something like that. I have a clear memory. No, well, the trial at least I was in sixth grade because I have a very clear memory. They played the um, jury announcement over our school PA. That's great. They did it at our school too. Did they? And I remember everyone cheering. Exactly. And oh. I have remembered it as so, like that is one of the oh. weirdest things to reflect on that like mm-hmm. up in the Bay Area at my middle school that they played the like, he, we find the defendant, like wait, what for a bunch of like so 12 year olds? I was a bit, I'm actually, I must have been in like fifth grade. I was in junior high. So yeah. When the Bronco chase happened. So, yes. And I remember we all watched it. They put it on every classroom, watched it. The chase? Yes. I don't remember that. That's exciting. I remember watching the chase at home. I wonder if Channel I Channel One it. News was playing Oh my it. God, Channel One, like with Lisa Ling? Lisa Ling. Oh my God. Mm. I love Lisa Ling. Me too. She's great. She's two sister got video. rescued. Oh shit, I forgot. Obama rescued her sister. Oh, I don't remember that. I think it was North Korea? No. no. Maybe. I don't remember. She might have been... I don't know. Well, we've already hit a variety of topics. <laughs> um, how's everyone's week? <laughs> With a bag. Lisa Lee's sister. Moved light speed through those. Um, my week's good. I went to, I mean, I think you guys know this because I texted it to you, um, but I went to a bachelorette this weekend. I've had a summer of like a lot of weddings and bachelorettes. Um, it's everyone, is, it's retribution. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like second marriages and stuff. It's like now we're getting to that age. This yeah. is like what will begin to happen because it's like the late it's like what 27 and 28 was Honestly, you know and now it's like brides are very greedy i haven't even had a first marriage i know <laughs> Gre- wow. you're greedy holly <laughs> so uh, our friend holly uh it was her bachelorette this weekend um and it was out it was it was great because it was a very chilled out bachelorette it was um out at the la quinta resort in palm springs or it's outside of palm springs in la quinta and it's one of the i love it it's like one of my favorite hotels i was like very excited to just like be at that hotel because it has great pools Did- and a great spa did you, so, you know, you were in acquaintance, uh, that over the weekend with one of Amber Rose's buds, Anessa. Yeah. Yeah. He's friends with Amber, Amber Rose. Rose. Yeah. I, I never They're got buds. I like never. She's teaching them improv. I think really she's teaching Amber Rose I improv. Think she might be, that might not be something I'm supposed to say. I don't care. I um, wanted to ask her about it. And I like got very little time with Anessa the whole weekend. Cause I got in late Friday cause I was working. So I didn't really, it's, it's a gr- big group, you know? So I was mm-hmm. like, but I had this thing in my head where I was like, I got a corner Anessa. Cause I also just don't ever get to hang out with Anessa. They she do the slush. She's so cool. She's so so funny. Yeah, she does a slut walk with Amber Rose, and it's just like an amazing feminist 
wonderful, like Stevie Nicks, witchy woman. Who's awesome. You know, she was so great. It was so great. So very Canadian, very Canadian, <laughs> a lot of Canadian, a lot so. of Canadian. Yeah. It was a good, it was a solid Canadian contingent in this group, uh, because the bride is Canadian. If anybody was wondering, but, um, so, a uh, friend of the podcast, Betsy, uh, who did our last episode, um, yes. she and I were rooming together and I got in Friday and we're talking about the weekend and I was asking her all these questions cause she just went to another friend's bachelorette party, another UCB friend, and they had hired a, uh, Bill Clinton impersonator. It was like a co-ed bachelorette party and like some yeah, other people. She talked about it, didn't she? Yeah. Oh yeah. She talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. And she, and that same guy had been like Dan Lippert and Justin Michael and people had had him originally as Austin Powers. And then they brought him to Mary's <laughs> as uh, Bill Clinton. He's very talented. So I started asking Betsy about it and we're like talking she's telling me all the stories about it. And then I don't remember which one of us thought of it. But we were like, we should, it was like 1030 at night on Friday. We we're like, do you think we could get him like for Saturday? Like if we just tried <laughs> and we fully just pulled up his like uh, website and send an email and then we like went to go meet up with the rest of the girls by the pool and like within like no joke, eight minutes, I get this response that's like, in exclamation mark. <laughs> he was like, I literally don't have work if you're not calling. He's in Orange County. And he Orange was, County he was like, and I far. said we were in Palm Springs and he was like, I'll be there. Uh, he's like, so what his whole thing is that you send him kind of like bullet point info about the person, like the bride or the uh, groom. And then he memorizes it and like roasts as the character. That's so fun. It's so weird. And like, just remembers you can write like full jokes or just like, these are funny things that you can point out. And so long story short, it was like this whole, we had a whole separate chain going all day Saturday where I was asking all of like the other girls to like put their best, like Holly roasts. And then I wrote the craziest email I've ever written to a stranger, which was just like, <laughs> she once had this crazy medical problem. Ha ha ha. Like horrible, crazy things <laughs> that she brings up a lot. Yeah. Um, roasty stuff and uh, sent off this email. And like, then it was just this crazy day where I was like emailing. Oh, the whole point is that we look at his website to see what other characters he does. And it's like, you know, uh, Austin Powers, Bill Clinton. He's like Neil Diamond, Elvis. And then we see he does um, Dr. Evil. (laughs) For some reason, that was the one that made us laugh the hardest. So we were like, there's no connection to Holly. It doesn't have anything to do with her. I was wondering that. It is Mike Myers and that's Canadian. Also, Holly is friends with Mike Myers' brother. I met him him once huh. there because they're just through Canadian circles and so yeah, the Canadian Canadian comedy scene I think is pretty it's like a Toronto uh, pretty tight because yeah. Holly was like a comedian in Toronto forever and Mike Myers is like a uh, his brother is like a music journalist and so we met him once at Sketchfest and he looks exactly like Mike Myers but with like gray hair they have the same center part hair oh my god that's funny <laughs> but anyway so we thought oh that's kind of like it feels connected and like how Dr. Evil's voice is kind of Lauren Michaels's voice <laughs> and it's all Canadian and so we were like tracing it back and so basically we we, <laughs> we book Dr. Evil and then I just have this crazy day of texting and I put him in my phone as Dr. Evil of like arranging plans and how to pick him up and like all this stuff. And he came and he just rose, like it was like a group of like a bunch of women in a hotel room. Like what would be a stripper arriving except it was like a man in a Dr. Evil costume. <laughs> and, he didn't so take <laughs> and we were like pretty sober because we wanted to do it before dinner. Cause we we're like, I don't really want it to be like late night and some weird guy and he's driving back to Orange County really late. And I don't know. We just decided it would be better to do early. Like, so it was like daylight out. That's fun. I love it. And he was such a good sport. He memorized 
everything we told him and he like had no time and he was What's his name shout him out david gorgie g-o-r-g-i-e yeah and if, if you in- if you pull up like i think his name or if you pull up like a austin powers impersonator like la i think stuff like that he comes up uh he's a site on gigsalad.com which is a site i also learned when i was looking at wedding <laughs> impersonators oh my god where we found our bruce springsteen oh my impersonator. god bruce springsteen was great um, yeah, at jess's wedding she had a bruce springsteen <laughs> impersonator impersonators are so funny but at least that Bruce Springsteen impersonator looked exactly like Bruce or not exactly looked a little like Bruce. This guy looked, looks nothing like any of the characters he does. But he just does. He a just lot does of- it. And he was, he's, I could talk about it for a whole podcast. He's a full maniac. He was so funny, but he also slipped between a lot of voices and stuff that he just likes to do. So during his like performance, he also did like, he would just slip into Austin Powers and then he started doing <laughs> Donald Trump for a while. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I heard that he offered to do Donald oh, that was Tr- his original pitch yeah. Donald Trump and then he takes the wig off and it's Dr. Evil <laughs> oh underneath God. that was his pitch straight out the gate Very he political. was like it would be hilarious in all caps he's not wrong he's not wrong but it's- he couldn't help himself and so he did do a bunch of Donald Trump <laughs> then he started doing Linda Richmond oh my god <laughs> like Kwame talk and it was oh, just like just a man Mike Myers. oh my god he was just running he, he was running wild but he memorized a lot and roasted Holly in the funniest way I for the first two minutes, I was sure she hated it. And I was like, wanted to die a slow death. And was like, why did I do this? This is horrible. <laughs> she is hating it. That's and hilarious. It's she, almost funnier. She like hates it I was it truly so like, much. oh my God, maybe I'll just interrupt him and be like, you know, we're going to wrap it up just because it was so weird. That and is it's so funny. It was also weird. It's like daylight and there's just a stranger has walked into a room <laughs> and is like caked in makeup that he's sweating off because it's the desert. Oh my God. And he's just doing, he's doing Dr. Evil and the bride has no idea why she said her she said oh she said at the top she was freaking out because she like was worried he was still a stripper and she was like is this guy like gonna dance and like i'm gonna have to and she's like what is happening and also to her credit i mean how insane and then she was also like do i talk a lot about dr evil she was like running it it was like why is this happening so funny which was all i wanted and I don't want to brag, but it ended up being a total slam dunk. <laughs> Everyone lost their minds and it was so fun. He was, I had to drive him back to the like main parking lot and he was flying high. He, he was, was like, so excited. he was like, oh, that show went so well. He kept that calling show. it the show and he was like, you know, you told me I did, you, you told me man. that when I had performed for your other friends, you know, those two shows went so well. I just really wanted this show to go well. And I was like, you killed it, dude. It was so great. And then he was like, well, I'd love if you, if you guys bring me back, I'm going to do my next character. <laughs> He started doing this voice that I was like, I don't know what this voice is. We're like in the car. I'm driving a man in a Dr. Evil costume. <laughs> like next to like in a, so in, funny. I told Tim it was like this weird moment of my life. Was, was Tim very jealous? <laughs> I think he was just truly weirded out. I sent him the photo of me and him to me and Dr. Evil together. And he just wrote back. Ha ha. In that way that I was like, mm, not a huge reaction, <laughs> but he truly started doing this very crazy voice. And I was like, I don't know. No, and then he was like, "Oh, it's my Napoleon Dynamite. It's great. I have the wig. Uh, I have everything. Napoleon Dynamite. He's too old. That's so weird, <laughs> guys. He's the best. I want to bring him down for a UCB show. I think he's a treasure. And Can I had he do so- Quincy's first birthday. Oh uh, my god, yes. I mean, if he becomes a Mike Myers fan, we're in business. So that yeah. was my Saturday. It was insane. Uh, and everybody should book David Gorgi. Oh my <laughs> god, I love great. it. It was really fun. Anyways, that took a lot of time. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was, it was very fun. It was a wild ride, baby. <laughs> 
Um, I don't, I've just been watching a lot of TV. Ooh, anything good? <laughs> well, I told you guys that I've been watching Embarrassing Bodies. Oh, God. <laughs> on Netflix. That's the name of the show? Yeah, it's called, I've been watching a lot of British stuff. Um, I'm like in a real little. I want to watch Embarrassing Bodies. So it's this, net. it's on Netflix now. Uh, if you're in the U.S. and I don't know if you're in another country, what's on Netflix? It changes, I think, per country. It's, don't ask us to what know a how your Netflix company. Uh, <laughs> we don't know how your Netflix I don't understand. works. So, uh, and it's this BBC, or yeah, it's a BBC. Four, it was like, so it comes yeah, on you their, said it was BBC. Yeah, yeah, it comes on Channel Four. So it was there. It what it's what comes on there like national, like like what would be basic cable for us, and they it's basically people who go to who would be too embarrassed to see a doctor about whatever their embarrassing ailment is um, because it's like in a private area or something, mm. you know, they are just too embarrassed to show people. So, I'm so worried somehow, about what you're going to say I can tell. I love the idea of just <laughs> bracing ourselves. So somehow they agree to come on this show because it's three doctors and they're checking out people's embarrassing issues. This is so bold of people to and do. in the first episode, this woman's like, I think I have a tail. And they're like... <laughs> And they're like, what is it? She's like, it's on my, on my bum. <laughs> then before you even know what's happening, she spreads her ass cheeks. And you're, in her cheek? You're looking at her butthole. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And she has a little skin flap over her butthole. And they're like, oh, Trishes. they're like, with their fingers, like touching it, being like, oh, it's just a skin tag. It's nothing it's big. It's not blurred. You're literally just seeing like a hand in a butt. I've they never have, seen anyone's butthole. You, I don't this think. woman, honestly, this woman had a beautiful butthole. Except besides for the, the skin tag. Looked, yeah, the little skin tail tag. <laughs> um, it's a great show. I mean, it's great because one, I love, I love look, I love bodies and looking at little ailments on their bodies. Bodies are so weird. So that's great because they Trisha show is horrifying. They show you everything. Like this one was like, my vagina hasn't been the same since I gave birth. And she's like, they're like, what do you mean? She's like, it's just big now. And they're like, well, everyone thinks that, but let's have a look. Pop your legs up, and then you're like. <gasps> What, do, can you, do they show it? Yes. It was like something happened and I guess the when she gave vaginal birth, it like blew. It like, Is this going to upset Trisha? I know. Had a C-section. She so. had a C-section. Oh, yeah, okay. It kind of blew out her vaginal wall so that her rectum was falling into no, her vagina. No, 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 But it was just no, an no, open... No, 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 no. Sorry. It was just like... <laughs> so it was like she, she was thinking that her vagina was just stretched out and they're like, no, like... Like that, you're you're physiologically. This is not right. So she had to have surgery. But she, Trisha, are you not gonna? Is this no, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go back I'm to done. your summer I'm break. Done talking about it. I'm done talking <laughs> oh, about it. Oh, it's good. But it's I good. just, I can do it. I'll just say this. I can do what it. She, what's great about it is she thought I'm just gross and ruined for life now. And, she should and be she, going to and, the doctor. She, yeah, the doctor was like, it'll get back to normal when she spoke to the doctor. Oh, that's a bad doctor. Um, and. And she wasn't having sex with her husband. And then these doctors like got her into surgery and they fixed it right up. And she's like, I'm so happy. She was like numb down there. She's like, I don't feel anything during intercourse. She's like, my friends laugh at me because my tampons are so big. And it's like, no, you have a problem. And then, and then they, they do a a lot about breasts and just like vaginal health and like, like, I got to watch this show. And so kind of like different takes. Yeah. (laughs) But I think what's good about it is like, it it, it teaches you like, go talk to a doctor. Yeah. It's probably very normal. They, 
all these doctors were able to pretty immediately figure out what was wrong with almost everyone. So yeah, go talk to your doctor. It's fine. Um, and oh, are you spilling wine all over our equipment? No. <laughs> one drop. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just great because like one, I love looking inside people's bodies. I love seeing all the weird penises and vaginas. Um, and BBC. then to know that we're all gross and different ways. And then I, mean, and then I switched, I was like eating dinner and I was like, I'm going to throw up. I can't watch this. <laughs> so I switched it to a great British bake off. Oh, that's my jam. What? Oh, I Ooh. haven't finished the last, oh no, did I? Yeah, I watched well, The it. way they talk about cakes, that's how they talk about body parts. Oh my God. Like it's got a soggy bottom. <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. No, does it? Okay. <laughs> a lot of teeth problems too on the, like a lot of, you get to yeah. watch a lot of very young, I I mean, people are drinking fizzy drinks and smoking up a storm over there. It's not a healthy country, <laughs> I'll tell you. They are like 22 years old and losing all of their teeth and not being meth addicts. It's crazy. It is a very unhealthy place. I just don't understand. There's what, no sun. I speak from, that's my bloodline. <laughs> and like, I just it's don't. It's wild. I, I truly was <laughs> we are it like, turned it out good for you. Awesome. I mean, because yeah, my dad got out and moved to California, I think, and I just, we like evolved. <laughs> you, you look like a fucking princess. But, uh, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was interesting to see like, like what very young British people are like hot. And then like, like 10 years out, it like, I was like, they got rough. It got rough for them. It gets rough. Um, I, it was, but I think it might've just be like, that's who was on the show. Cause they had something wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were unhealthy. They got tails. One and guy had, out no, I'm not going to talk about anything else, but it was just really great. Cause things that you're like, Oh, I have that. And then you like, are like, Oh, it's nothing to worry about. Great. Oh, what a good plug. I loved watching Trisha's face. It was a ride. I'm sorry. I talked about that. No, 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 it's good. But if your vagina feels too big, go get it sewn back up. Get Bonkers. Uh, and then the Great British Break Off. Trish, That's, what's going on? Yeah, we haven't seen um, you in a million years. I know. I don't know what to say. Well, that's reminding me of like a very boring story. I bet <laughs> I guess not. I'll tell. Um, I went to the dermatologist for the first time. And I was scared. Ever I'm in always, your life? I've never been. I know I'm really bad at doctors. You're so fair. I'm fair and I have a lot of freckles and stuff, but I just never went because I'm afraid of doctors. Um, and I was sure that I would sit down and they'd be like, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, my regular doctor was like, you should go to the dermatologist and just make sure all your whatever freckles and moles yeah, and stuff are fine. Yeah, you your body scan. And I was like, sure that um, he was going to be like, you're dead, you're dying, whatever. Um, and he was, well, the, it was, all doctors are so weird. Like it's, you yeah. like think you're going to go in and I don't know. It's just never what you expect. I went to this place in Burbank and I walk in and there's like a guy like sleeping on a couch. And I was like, what is <laughs> what? this? Why That's is there a guy sleeping on the couch? Concerning. <laughs> it was weird. Cause my doctor who I love was like, this is my favorite. Go to him. Don't go to anybody else. Like <laughs> he's the best. And then I, then there's a man sleeping and I was like, is this man homeless? Like what's happening? Did you ever get an answer? Nope. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't your doctor though. No, it wasn't okay. your doctor. I was worried that it was your doctor. He's like, Oh shit. <laughs> All maybe right, he, like, take your top off. <laughs> maybe he gave blood and passed out. He I don't know. It was weird. There was just like a very odd vibe in the waiting room. It felt very gray and there was a man sleeping. But like I went inside and I was so scared. And the doctor, you know, the nurse is like, what's your like story with moles? And I was like, I got a bunch of them. And like, um, like it was fine. And then I was like waiting for the doctor and I like looked down and my boobs are leaking all over the hospital gown. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, so I was just like soaking and I was like, this doesn't happen to me a lot. Like, I guess I'm like yeah. regulating or something, but I was like, great. Now I have to explain this to the doctor. Like the doctor's like, I don't understand what that is. <laughs> 
I've never seen this before. Oh, no. Something's very oh, wrong uh, with your breast. Cancer. <laughs> this cancer Classic tits. case of leaky tit. Uh, we're going to have to call this an ambulance to come story. get your tits Why out am of I here? telling this? It's I've funny. been gone for a month and it's I'm perfect. talking about the dermatologist. It's perfect. But he came in and he was like, and I'm right off the bat, I was like, uh, this is milk. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, I'm normal. He was like, oh my gosh, don't worry about it. My wife's breastfeeding right now. Oh. He was like, do you want to wipe it off? You don't have to. And I was like, um, I guess. I don't know. Do you want a cup? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was like, I have a little moles. That I don't know. I'm dying. And he was like, <laughs> just looked at everything. And he was like, these are great. You're fine. Like, oh. you know, blah, blah, blah. Like he was so nice. And he was like, come back in a year. We'll keep an eye on it. I'm going to do that. Um, oh, I'm going to go home to Louisiana and go to my like childhood dermatologist. Cause um, I have like a little red spot on my face that I got scared was cancer when I looked up, you know, Mike O'Brien had Ugh, that story is yeah, given me. The, I made my dermatologist look at a dot on my face because I was so sure. Yeah. And I was like, are you sure? And she got annoyed with me. She was like, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So he had skin <laughs> cancer. I get it right under, I get a dot yeah. in the same spot. He had two little dots under his eye and then he had like his face like opened up like, cause it was deep in surgery. Yeah, like they, yeah, his scars are. They actually look really great now. But when it first happened, it's it, you can look it it's up. Scary. It's it's pretty yeah, scary. Uh, he's doing great, which is so wonderful that he's you know uh, he's a cancer survivor. But um, um, so I did a show and he was a monologist, and I was like, I was like, oh, what happened to his face? And luckily, we have Google, and if you have any amount of fame, people will tell you what everyone's deal is. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. so yeah, I'm gonna go be like, look at this. And then I have a few things that I think from driving in my car that are like maybe pre-cancer, hopefully not cancer, but I bet they're pre-cancer. <laughs> So, I just, probably not though. Moral of the story is that you're. I had the same thing. I just got. Oh, you, got. you get really scared. I'm yeah. afraid even, to go to the doctor, I'm and then you do, and then you're, you. you're fine. There'll be a sleepy guy, and you'll get scared, <laughs> and then sometimes someone's just napping, and then your moles are fine. You're, you're, fine. you're a little milky. And then, honestly, that's what funny. I found out. That it's basically exactly what I was watching on. That's what made me bodies. think of it. Yes. I, that's what made me tell that retarded story. And I'm sorry I said the R word. Who am I? Glass of wine. Honestly, last night in a show we couldn't stop saying it because the audience hated it. They definitely didn't like it. And then we kept saying it. It was very bad. And you know, Born This Way is one of my favorite shows. Oh, I forgot. And they don't talk that way. It anyway. slips out. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's 90s kids stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah guys, anyway, we have a lot of- We have so much to get through. So we watched that fucking Kylie show, but we'll get there later. We <sighs> got some fun Christ. news this week. Yeah, there's some big news. One, in case you, you know, we're all going to suffer through Kylie. You're just going to do it with we're us. We're doing it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. We're You're either- doing it. You're, You're doing, doing it. it. Ride or die. <laughs> it's a 22 minute long episode. You can scroll through your phone while it happens. Nothing interesting will ever happen on it. We'll just see. But on September 24th, we got our 10 year <sighs> of keeping up with the Kardashian special. Oof. We're going to love it and watch. We're going to Hosted cry. by Seacrest, right? Uh, the one, the only, oh, the I can't alpha, wait. the Omega. Who like, that's how the original deal was brokered through because it's through Seacrest Productions. Yeah. yeah. He's a, so it's he's, like, that's he's like an him executive and, producer on every He's single. so rich. Him and Chris, that's like, that's their baby. Do you know he's real short? Yeah. He's a little man. I think you I know? remember that from, um, what's it called? Not like I'm pregnant, Seth Rogen. Knocked out. Uh, knocked out. Oh, yeah. Also, you know, I heard the craziest uh, celebrity rumor about him that I always think about, which I don't know where I would have heard it or through somebody who worked at E, that in order to stay thin, he does that thing that um, 
uh, like supermodels do. He like Eats chooses. He, n- no. no, that's what I thought. No, he um, <laughs> chooses food and like sucks out the juice and spits it out. Like he doesn't swallow his food. It can't be true, but I was told it once. <laughs> oh my! God. Like you chew it to get the flavor, but then you don't swallow. That's not good. I don't Alemia think it's true. Is not funny, but I love fantasizing or not fantasizing, <laughs> theorizing that Guy Fieri <laughs> is a bulimic. Oh my god! Just that he like gets really mad after every taping. Uh, it's not funny to be bulimic. Uh, no, I've no, no, dabbled no. in the past. Uh, <laughs> Look, bad, dabble. Talk about da- bad for your teeth. Um, so oh. we have that coming up on September 24th and then October 1st. Oh, my birthday. That's for your birthday. You know what I'm getting you? Keeping up with the Kardashians season 14. I, when I saw uh, that date, it's very- I felt like the universe was talking to me <laughs> that the new season that we not only get the 10 year special and then like what is that one week later basically that's one week later right we get uh, the new season premiere October oh, 1st so we, 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 we de- we're gonna deserve it I can tell oh, <laughs> we I, are I feel like I already deserve it it's been like just for watching the first episode the first of episode of it was Kylie two, it was two episodes oh, for suffering through Robin China this summer I feel like oh. we've earned it like we are owed like a very good season <laughs> I'm, oh my god like <laughs> Will the surrogate sitch be on there? Oh, I bet it oh, will. Because yeah. oh, yeah. there's no reason for that's like why that's they're good about that. Like that's there's no reason that that surrogate info would leak. But like, oh, it's a woman in San Diego. Like that's like them like planting stuff so that like we were when they're we watch go visit MJ, see the MJ. meet the surrogate. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, I'm very excited. So yeah, obviously to anyone who's listening, we're buckled up. We have a busy fall. Oh, thank um, God. So news. Yes. Who wants to cover news first? I don't know that I have a hot well, tip. Okay, so there was this daily... No, there was a page six article. Oh, yeah, that article. About Robert Kardashian. And, oh, this long yeah. one about his, like... Uh, oh, yes, shocking, I read that. scandalous marriage of Robert and Chris Kardashian. Um, do you remember any highlights? The highlight is huge, which is that he was he dated Priscilla Presley. We yes. knew that already. I didn't know that. It's in Chris's book. I didn't know that. Well, the detail about... Elvis on the phone was that pretty insane. So, so funny. Tell them what the detail um, is. Like that, like Elvis was really like sick and needy at the time. And like Priscilla would, he would be on the phone complaining about his ailments or something. And she would put the phone in between her and Rob and bitch. What? Also that she like, uh, was really, uh, pushy about like what car he drove and how Rob dressed. Like oh, yeah. that she was that like she making him, him over, fashion. turning him so, into like a socialite. Basically so the way the timeline works is he meets Chris. Right. Yeah. That I didn't know. He meets Chris. And she's like 17 and right? she's like a teenager and she's dating a pro golfer. And so it alleges here that basically her mom was pimping her, her out. out. Is, that's MJ they're talking yes. about. Yes, MJ. Which I also didn't know the thing about the dad being an alcoholic who left the family. And he disappeared. Her stepdad raised her. Her okay. dad popped back in uh, when she was grown and then died right after they reconnected. Oof. Um, like uh, tragically in a car accident maybe? Um, I don't know any of it. So you got to read all things uh, or Kardashian by Chris <laughs> Jenner. Um, so then she dates or she meets Robert. She's dating someone else. So Robert's seeing Priscilla. Apparently Priscilla's really not that into her, but there weren't enough. El- he's like the most eligible bachelor in, in Beverly Hills That's at the time. Insane. It's crazy. Cause he's fine looking. Right. He's they go good. to great lengths to say that he's five foot eight in this news story. Yeah. They're like, you know what that means? He was only five, eight. And I'm like, yeah. So All right, Jesus. He, he and Chris reconnect and they start dating, but they break up or whatever. He like is off and on with Priscilla, like through. So Chris is because Priscilla's a grown woman and was married to Elvis is like so insecure. Um, so I don't know, that's the big. It's crazy that 
they they're in bed and then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh like, my tummy hurts. <laughs> like Rob's like jerking himself off. Your Elvis is so good. <laughs> 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 hey, little mama. Mine is not as good as yours. Yours is really good. Oh, uh, watch out. Oh, honey. Tom Georgie or whatever that guy's name is. David the, Gorgie. The reason why, um, uh, the reason why Robert Kardashian and Priscilla never like went any further with their relationship is because she said she wouldn't get married until Elvis died. Isn't it crazy that if like Elvis had done more drugs sooner and died I don't think sooner? she liked him. <gasps> no, but I mean, if, if like the, if it had worked out between Priscilla and Robert, you there would be no care. Kardashians. I think Priscilla just said that to Robert Kardashian because she didn't like him. I agree. I'm I mean, just like, trying to say really that there's a world. If you really like somebody, they, you don't put your ex-boyfriend's <laughs> phone in the middle like of your bed. international icon who already overshadows everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, apparently Priscilla Presley's kinky. Oh, uh, what other some fun I know it really stuff. painted Priscilla as oh. like, a Sorry. very bizarre woman. Totally kind of. bizarre. The one thing that I didn't know, and maybe this is common knowledge, was like it said that Rob Kardashian, Robert Kardashian, like didn't like Kim's first husband, and he was like racist about it or something. Oh yeah, this racist thing that is was very crazy. Odd. I didn't. I I didn't know that. really get into it. I well, saw. Well, Kim was a teen bride, and she married. Oh, I he was like a music producer, Damon something, Damon da- or something. Dash, right? It no, wasn't no. Damon Dash. <laughs> that is shit. a person, though. That's a person. <laughs> okay, that is okay. a person. Um, but like he was like, oh, I was too loose with my kids and now they're, I don't know. It was weird. I was like, was he racist? Well, what's interesting is, so I read this other article about, uh, it's, uh, a daily mail. So take it with a, my former employer, grain of salt to just drag through the mud, uh, (laughs) exclusive OJ Simpson dream team lawyers, Robert Kardashian and Sean Chapman, Holly began having an affair during the trial. But he couldn't have a serious relationship because she wasn't white. New book reveals. Ooh, so honestly, right. I didn't read the whole article because I got I really bumped on one part and could not get past it. So I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna reach up until the part that I stopped reading. Okay. Robert Kardashian began having an affair with African American lawyer Sean Chapman Holly during the O.J. Simpson trial. This is the claim being made by a number of Robert's friends in the new book out in the September from the New York Times bestseller author Jerry Oppenheimer, The Kardashians, an American drama. It was a big secret. They were very careful, says one source, noting that Robert was still engaged to his fiance at the time, Denise Halicki, who was also his third cousin. <gasps> Couldn't read anymore after okay. that. Couldn't read anymore. He didn't marry her. They broke up. Uh, this article is basically about how he, his third cousin was hot, but not that intellectually stimulating. What becomes and, your third cousin? I don't know what like your. I well, I know because I have some. Um, so like your mom's wow. cousins. Um, oh, your mom's cousins' kids. No, that's a second cousin. But a third cousin would be like. Um, it, oh yeah, your cousin's cousin. So like my cousin's cousin on the other side of the family, oh. or something like that. But it might even be closer. It could even be your great grandparents' brother had a. Ch- you know, like okay, I, that might that's be removed. Not okay, when you're living in Los Angeles, no, Can I just you have no say excuse. That like now, if you're in a village and like, oh, everyone's related because we live in this village and yeah. small, and we live in a small town. Yeah. Oh, uh, it just maybe be like I had a moment where I was like, oh, this is why the incest thing is so strong in this family, and that's why Rob and Chloe want to fuck each other so it's a hard. Hot theory. 
rough. Why? I really couldn't move on. And this woman, she looks like Lisa Kudrow with uh, with triple F tits. The the ex wife, the ex girlfriend. Triple oh F. She, she really does look at her like she looks like. Oh no! Oh, God, let me see oh that. goodness! That's a, just a far too much. <laughs> she looks. Wow. Like, she does look like, what is it, uh, like uh, Lisa Kudrow would. <laughs> that looks like those mannequins t- on Hollywood Boulevard in the like, uh, like the sex, sexy sex lingerie. Yes. You know they have yeah. those weird mannequins with the huge tits, <laughs> and you're like, it's like the weirdest because it's a mannequin. <laughs> yeah. So well, man. he's he likes people he's related to. It's, uh, Robert is a very complicated shadow. character. That's shadow. That shadow is real. <laughs> I mean. So the only other thing that I found fun this week was Tyga oh, yeah, talking to us. the Breakfast Club. Uh, and so they, <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, but the Breakfast Club is just um, this morning show that's basically bullies. <laughs> They're just bullies. <laughs> oh, is this this Charlemagne the God? Yes. Oh, and he's like, he got in trouble recently because he made like horrible trans. They're like, like really Janet, transphobic. Yes. About Janet Mock and okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So he interviews Tyga. He will not drop if people think he's a sexual predator. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, he's like, people likening you to R. Kelly. And he's like, no one's doing that. <laughs> Besides you. He won't drop. He's like, just, he's like, I'm giving you a chance to clear up the rumors. Was she a child when you met her? And he's like, she was a kid when we met, but it wasn't like that. Mm. Uh, but like, it becomes very clear. Like they're giving him opportunity after opportunity to say, we did not have sex until she was 18. But he doesn't. But Tyga just can't say it. Of course they did. He's not alluding. He does not. Tyga actually seems like a very nice, smart guy. In but the did interview. you, was your takeaway? Like my the, takeaway was he was fucking her when she was 16 <laughs> for sure. Right. He said we were talking when she was 17. So talking is, but I think it was before that for talking sure. means like at least fingering. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. Um, so, so, and then what else did they talk about? Um, um, he kept, he, Tiger kept saying this phrase of like, I'm always ahead of the curb. Like he, and he said this about both black China and Kylie. He said, you know, before I got, he's like, before I got with China, he's like, she glowed up after I got with her. He's taking credit. And he said the same thing with Kylie that she glowed up after basically saying that like they got looking the way they look because like while he was with them and like he was, I mean, I see chronologically. Yes. I know what that, that is true. This goes back to another theory I have that, um, he is interested in a certain look on a woman, which is that, uh, I, I don't know if like the rumors I heard were like, it was it drag or was it trans? I don't know what it was specific because it's like a third hand rumor, but that like, um, that that's like what was going on with those girls, those ladies. I mean, but girls when it comes to Kylie, cause she's a baby. Um, uh, and then they ask him like straight up, like we heard rumors that you were with a trans person, a trans woman before. And he was like, no, I don't hear that. <laughs> I didn't hear, I didn't that. hear that. that. That's a, a good response. answer to that kind of, uh, and news. What else was great? He, oh, he basically said, he's like, Kylie and I have been broken up for seven months. Cause they were like, are you upset with Travis Scott? He's like, Travis did me no wrong. He's like, He's like, he, we never broke bread together. He's like, we weren't friends. They got together afterwards. It's fine. Hmm. And he's like, but have you heard any bad rumors about me since we broke up? And they're like, what do you think that means? He's like, I'm just saying that maybe people who run the media, people who plant stories don't like a black man, a black rapper being with a white woman like that. 
And they're like, do you mean Chris? He's like, I don't know. Maybe. Ooh. So have like, there been bad stories about him? Well, like him being bankrupt and like not being a good father. Uh, and all that. he's like, have you heard a negative story about me since then? Sa- he's saying that like while he was with. Yeah. He with was saying her, that like he was getting dragged. He's like, I don't know if it was curious. I don't know who it was. I don't know who runs the media that way. He's like, but. He seemed I mean, to believe that their family. There had definitely a was a lot of embarrassing news stories, like all that stuff about like um, impounding his car and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, he was like, "That never happened. I sold that car." <gasps> oh my god, is Tyga like this an underdog? Who? Well, he just was like, you know, when it was good, it was great, and when it was bad, it was really bad. I mean, these men come out of this orbit. It's and like that James Harding. He had that quote a couple weeks ago that was just like. That was the one of the basketballs Chloe did. Basketballs. Basketball players. <laughs> I wish. She dated a basketball. She dated basketballs. <laughs> We'd all be like, sure. Um, I honestly, I'd, I'd be into it. It checks out. <laughs> it totally checks out. But he had one of those quotes where he was like very respectful, but it was getting like spread a lot. Like he says it's the worst year of his life, but he says, he's like, it was just a really weird year for me. And like, I just did not, it didn't, didn't work for me. Yeah. And what else did he say? I guess just that like, uh, um, a cash money records owes him $12 million, but I don't know. Oh my God. And then he had to pay to get out of his contract. And then, then he's like, do he's like going to be on scream on MTV as an actor, an actor. Ew. Yeah. No, thanks. And also he had a beef with Drake and Kanye, like, uh, invited Drake over and didn't tell him and invited him over and didn't tell Drake and like, was, and like, kind of like, was That's like, cute. you guys talk it out. And they, now they're like, fine. Like Kanye. Yeah. Always coming out on top. Oh, and he said that he, <laughs> he warned Rob about China when they first, <gasps> I bet he did. Oh, I've heard him say that. And, yeah, they were like, that too. and they were like, did you, did it, did China tell you before it went public? He's like, nope. I found out the same way everyone else did. He's like, but I talked to Rob and I was like, look, China's a good person in her heart, but I don't think you're ready for what comes with her. Yeah, I read that I mean, quote recently sure. of like the way he, he was like, he was trying to he's delicately like, say like, this like, is a person. It was interesting because what he was really saying was like, we've, you know, what we know, which is that like Rob and all of them are like socialites that have never thought about money that live in a very different world. And it was like this quote, this Tiger quote where he was trying, he was not trying to, I think necessarily call China like a hustler, but was just like, that is a woman who's come from like a really hard different he's life like, and like you don't actually have that much like you're really different people from different kinds of yeah, worlds. Yeah, he basically said that he was like she came from a very hard background and she just doesn't have anybody in a, in her life like that. So like he it's was not prepared. He's not the kind of man that needs to roll with her. Oh, Tyga got very interesting. I I would like I would that's I want to listen to. I want to I don't great, really... it's 27 minutes long. It's pretty long, but it's great. Well, speaking of Tyga should we dig into Let's Kylie? Let's go to Kylie, oh, baby. Boy. So this, so there was the premiere this week. Can well, I be which, honest? I stopped writing notes about fifteen minutes. In. I only, oh, I, I didn't just take, wrote like I, I didn't take notes. I can't, went back and wrote down a few key points. Um, it was two half hour episodes, so it was like a double feature, I guess. Um, ooh, and we had heard rumblings that this was not going to maybe be like the best show. I don't yeah. think any of us thought it was going to be the best show. Um, yeah, I think we can just give our honest takes. I thought it was almost unbearable. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. It's bad. I'll gotta, I gotta say this. There was a moment when Kylie blew my mind when, when? she was like, money. She's like, 
I have money. Yeah. Money's not going to make you happy. And I was like, <gasps> there were these moments she's of like, honesty. And she's like, I learned that at a young age. I'm very lucky. And I think that's very true. I will say this. But I also f- she has so much money that she can't even imagine how unhappy poor people are. Yeah. It's also like, if it doesn't make you happy, like maybe donate it or something. Kylie, instead of owning a hundred houses, it was and just like, this contradiction. If it's not always making you happy, Kylie. I'll take some of it off your hands. <laughs> For <laughs> real, like, it was it was this like show of total contradictions, which is very Kardashian, which is just like having all the things and wanting to to want to use their platform to be relatable, but also knowing it's a lot of what Real Housewives is like, knowing that like part of what people want to see is your like lavish lifestyle, that that's like a thing people actually also respond to is your lavish lifestyle. So it's like the whole show to me felt like it was like towing the line between trying to create this personality of a person who doesn't really have one and this person who's like trapped in her fame and like, but ultimately also like pivoting in a second to being like, look at my life. Woo, my Lambo that I never drive. Oh, she was horrible. like, do you think my Starting Lambo it with that? Do you think my Lambo is sad? I was like, oh. My Lambo. So the player is the cast is um, Jordan. That's her plus size model. I like Jordan. Friend. I had started mm-hmm. following Jordan independently. Yeah, I she's think she's cute. beautiful. She's I very saw cute. that she's like um, very good friends with Will Smith, like he, she calls oh, him Uncle Will. Really? Yeah. I wonder what her backstory is. Like, I'm like sure her mom know. is like some sort of LA socialite. That's oh, what I found. That and makes... then they're very good friends with like the Smiths and like Jaden and Will and stuff. That yeah, because sense. she kept saying like this kind of life we have. I was like, oh, you were famous for just being a best friend. You're... No, she must be. She's, but also, she has a yeah, modeling career. Yeah. Then we have Victoria, who is her executive assistant. I fell down her Instagram rabbit me hole. LOL for a long time have about you, Kylie. How long has Kylie had an executive assistant? She's got an see. empire, so she probably has an executive assistant. I fell down her the rabbit hole of her uh, Instagram recently, and it's insane. Then we have Ariel, her makeup artist, and Tokyo, her hairstylist. I put Tokyo wig master in see, my yeah, Tokyo is a wig master. I wrote, like, I would rather watch the Tokyo show. Me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to know how he knows so much about wigs and um ariel was interesting because it said that she just dm'd him like yeah, on she instagram. instagram yeah that's pretty wild and then she's like then he was at my mom's house i was like of course um uh, yeah i don't know there's a show it was just like uh it was i think this the, the biggest headline was the style of it which was like I was like, this doesn't feel like it's for our generation that they had so obviously gone like so hard into Snapchat. I just think that's because they don't have content though. I do think that it was a solve where it was like, it was so much filler and it's also it saves them so much money. If all this like interstitials is just like her pre-existing Instagram it and was snaps. crazy though. But the whole thing was shot kind of vertically and then they did so much like text on screen too and it was like, and it even had like boomerang pauses and I was like, this is fucking insane. Like yeah. this is just built for like, and that was what that TV user promo was like all about like the one that uh, we posted you know it was like really being like this is the snapchat of shows like yeah. it was a lot then she gets really excited because she thinks in her like talking head interview she's like i could go to therapy oh. <gasps> write that down i should go to therapy and i'm like oh my god <laughs> it's funny because we're always talking about how like they should go to therapy i know i don't. was thinking about that i said i did write at least someone's going to therapy <laughs> I wrote down, marcy will be happy that she's going to therapy <laughs> i am <laughs> I, I was happy I'm happy that they're um oh but i think some of the best moments were truly her like one-on-one interview moments because the producers sort of did her dirty a little bit and like showed her like getting annoyed with her dogs. One, yeah. she has a bunch of rat dogs. I hate she, those She dogs. has like oh a, a, a rat king of dogs. Is it like greyhounds? You know what a rat king is? It's like when uh, a rat king is when um, 
uh, a bunch of rats get stuck together by their tails for, through feces and stuff. <laughs> no, and their tails, it. Yeah, it's disgusting. So wait, th- is that a real thing? Yeah, it's called a rat king, uh, and it's like a it's like a, a like a dust like a and a, they move around together yeah, in a big their pile. T- their tails are literally like like tied and stuck with. I want to see it, but I don't want to see it. It's horrible. Um, And so she has a rat king. This is my uh, gross body. (laughs) She has a a rat king Kylie of dogs. Uh, (laughs) Well, that works out because she's King Kylie. Yep. Yep. That's why I said a rat king Kylie of dogs. I didn't get it. Um, and, and then so she's doing her like one-on-one interview. Well, one, the dogs are crawling all over. And I, the, she's like, this is the mommy and this is the daddy. This is the baby. I was like, oh my God. Oh, this child. She's a child. Um, so And then she yells at her fucking, she Yeah, so she's yeah. like doing her one-on-one interview. And then she's like, Victoria, can you like pet the dogs or something? <laughs> it was so rude and so passive aggressive. And it was like, she doesn't even like, it was like she's stressed out. Like how you have been about your baby crying. Oh my God, he's no. crying right now. Well, listeners, if you yeah. can hear. But like, that's how she felt about her dogs. I was like, I would have expected her to just be like, they'll fix that in post or whatever. They'll figure it out. But she was like, can you like pet the dogs or I mean, something? She's been watching like Kim and all of them give interviews for since that was a fact that, I mean, I could have done the math, but when she says like, I've been on the show since I was nine. That was crazy. I like gasped. That's the only moment I felt any sort of sympathy. And of course it's like, (laughs) she's 19. This is 10 years. Like I was like, Oh, a duh. But I was like nine years old. Her big like point of having this whole show is that I just want to feel normal. It's like, well, they don't get a reality show. That was what just kept making me laugh so hard. The whole show is her going. I just want to feel normal. I can't fly commercial. (laughs) This plane's blue. (laughs) She (laughs) does it. It was She insane. comes off so, like, I think she thinks she's funnier and cuter. Than- well, I think it's that thing that always happens where it's like, it, imagine if you never got famous, you just always were famous. It's mm-hmm. like, you've only been surrounded by people wanting shit from you and telling you like, oh, you're so funny, Kylie. You're so beautiful. You're so cute. Like, how warped your brain would be. You would walk around all day. Even, even you Jordan were like- said that Kylie used to be more fun. I thought Jordan was kind of like dishing it a little bit. She called her like a needy girlfriend and they like laid out this storyline, which clearly is going to be like a runner through the series of like, what's the deal with their relationship? Is it codependent? It's not Best needy girlfriend. It's someone who, a rich kid who thinks she owns you. Right. That's well, what I that think. that was what was so crazy. She was like, this will be funny. Jordan's going to go on a date and I'll be in the van. She was so And mean. then like, she was just like, she just ruined it. She ruined the date. Like she ruined fucking Albert's prom. I'll oh, say yeah, this. Let's talk about Albert's prom. So the big, like the cliffhanger was, I'm going to go to prom because I never got to because I was homeschooled. Because you asked. <laughs> I watched Kylie. I remember her begging. You to oh, be begged. That's I what forgot. comes with homeschooling. Chris was like, no, no. Oh, she begged to be homeschooled. Her handle. Yeah. I remember that. She's like, I had to unfollow all my friends. I'm sure they thought I it hated them. It was sad. It was sad. Um, so I, I did feel bad for Andre that his whole prom was ruined until I realized that everyone- Andre in- Albert. Albert, sorry. Okay. She I'm said sorry. it. She kept saying Albert. I remember her yeah, like, Albert, Albert, Albert. 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 Like, what do you think? Albert. Albert will like this dress or Albert? So she goes to prom with this guy. When, well, so she, they talk to this mom. This mom, I don't know how the mom gets in touch with Kylie. They it was, skip over here, that part. This is my, you know, I purposely try to not be like, 
oh, I understand reality TV producing. Let me ruin it for everybody. This was like one of the most like sloppily produced segments and that it would be on the premiere was crazy. Like the way that they worked that out with the mom and that was so bizarre that Jordan would just have her number. And then oh, the thing I that was number. making me crazy was that- so You're like really close to their mom, right? <laughs> like, like, no, like, you and Albert's moms are friends. Or, like. <laughs> And like the thing that was killing me was that they were so proud of themselves. They're like, we made up this crazy, it's a fake competition where he won a tuxedo and he's going to get fitted for his tuxedo. And I was like, okay, where does he think he's going but afterwards? Wh- Why is Albert's- he standing in a room in a tuxedo the night of his prom? Does he not understand? Of course so wait, he knows somebody's we, coming. We got to back up about Albert though, because Albert actually seems like what's going on with Albert. He was very attractive. Was so cute. I was thinking that too. He's so is cute. Is he gay? Do you think he's like, uh, and that's why the kids at school they made like fun of him? They like over the whole thing. So it was like other like, kids are being uh, like, where's his date? If he's like a junior or senior going to prom, a freshman made put up a sign to make fun of him that it he doesn't have a date. It was so hastily, like the whole thing was just like I was hastily edited. And I was like, Albert. But I will say this, he wasn't going to have a date to prom. And I'm glad she, if all those other kids were making fun of Albert, I'm glad she ruined their prom. <laughs> I mean, that prom scene. <laughs> you know, if they're all actually making signs about Albert, yeah. I'm glad Kylie ruined their prom. It was wild. I felt, I'm a claustrophobic person. Oh, and nightmare. that scene of her walking through the prom made me feel like I was going to like rip my clothes off. It was giving me like of them screaming. It was, and like, I did think it was smart because it, it did really accentuate like how insane her fame is right now. Yeah. But it was like that scene and that they so clearly weren't planning on like, they were, they thought they were going to walk in and shoot that and have her dance on the dance floor and be at the prom. But that got so crazy. That's why they moved to that weird balcony. That's like not, and they were and just then, dancing from above looking out like, and- then she was like, then there was that other shot where she like, they're in this weird hallway and she's like, wait, you're not coming with us. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay in my prom. I'm a guy who lives in Sacramento. I'm not really your friend. Where did she think they, where were they going? Was there like an after party or something? With like, I'm sure they were like, I, I mean, mean, when she was like, and someone had to tell them like, you're leaving over. <laughs> like, she's like, wait, he's not coming. Oh, like that, oh, like that part is weird. Like that would never happen to Kim. Right. I have to be right back. Yeah. Um, Kim would never allow that to happen where she doesn't know where production's moving. No, it was the whole prom story I thought was really, it was like sloppy and also like they spent too much time on it. Mary Sasson, friend of the podcast and I were texting about it last night and this morning and that was her first thought too. She was just like, what? It was slap a lot. She said, uh, yeah, that we both were saying we spent so much time on, on the, but here's what's interesting. Uh, Mary, Mary was found it the, the whole show more sympathetic than I did. She was like, she was very like taken by how like insane her um, fame is and the whole thing. And I agree yes, with all of it. I agree too. But I was like, oh, I walked away like being mean and being like, fuck no, this. I think she doesn't need, I think I agree that maybe she probably wants to feel normal and that she literally said on the beach crying to, or fake crying, fake crying. not really crying her, with her Heelys. Uh, why, you can't wear Heelys to a beach. You're going to, what do you mean? We can just go to the beach at night. This is crazy. Like truly, if you wear Heelys to the beach, you're going to get sand grains in the sand wheel. in your little wheel. You're going to, you're going to fall. It's going to be upsetting. She's so famous. She doesn't know that you can get sand in your, <laughs> your Heelys. She's not living in the same reality that I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> you and I, we would know instantly not to bring our Healy. Oh God, the accidents I've had in my Healy's. <laughs> the visual of you and I out and about in Healy's is so well, good. For Lauren Lapkus's birthday, she had a birthday party at a roller rink uh, <laughs> and I went and I was like, never have I seen so many uninsured late 20s, <laughs> early 30s comedians looking so Just awkward. Just risking their life and limb for nothing. Um, so yeah, she's on the beach and she's like, I didn't want any of this. The only reason, she literally says the only reason I'm doing this is for my cosmetic line. Yeah, I thought that felt truthful. It definitely did. It was also like, then don't do this. I Just mean, keep snapping. But I think it, I think it's a really interesting question and I'll, and it's why we'll see how they if how much they really open it up over the course of the show. But like, you know, there's this we've talked about this before but like you look at like um you look at like your Mary Kate Nashielsons or your Jessica Simpsons and like there's a world where you build an empire off your fame, but then you, as the face of it, kind of Bow recede out, yeah. and you let your fame continue on through the brand. Like, it's not insane. Yeah. But I don't, that's what is like, I can't just, tell how genuine this idea of like not really wanting to be famous I, just feels kind of crazy. could be true. I feel like she wants to be an actor a little bit, but I mean, what do I know? Um, and I will say the, a really funny moment I thought back to the blind date. Um, oh, yeah. Is when she's it's like, her jammed oh, my in story. God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Jordan Halle Berry's here. It instantly, wasn't, I knew instantly who that was. It wasn't Halle. that's Eddie Murphy's ex-wife, who's like very famous because they had a really messy divorce. And I was like, no, it's no. not Halle Berry. It was no. so funny. And then to I me. think a producer corrected her because yeah, then she suddenly like, was like, it's um, she's like, oh, apparently it's Nicole Murphy. Yeah. I was like, some producer was like, uh, uh, don't look racist. You should know the difference between uh famous black women. And it was oh, like, man. no. She's a lot. I mean, she was very unlikable. I think she thought she was being very funny in that date scene. And I was like, oh yeah, the hijinks of like the hiding in a car on a walkie talkie. Like splayed and open and like just touching her, her brand new beautiful boobs. <laughs> she like kept jamming her hand. showing pictures of her younger. Her old photos. And I'm like, are you going to acknowledge that you're a different person? Like a different face was put on top of your face? I, I'm so curious Surely how much, if, how much they'll talk about that. Like if that's something, it, it hasn't been teased at all, but it, like it feels so wild to make a show all about her and we're not going to talk about like because she has talked about her like her, her lip, lip and, stuff yeah. on, on the on keeping up with so I wonder you know like uh if that's gonna ever come into this show because it is so crazy when they cut away to her like 14 year old pics and you're like oh that's like literally a different human being <laughs> as we all know uh, we did get an email from Jessica uh not you I was like, oh. like hi gals I've been noticing on this is from over the weekend but noticing on Snapchat that Kylie's constantly sending her sister's boxes of donuts oh, yes. to promote whatever she has going on <laughs> it just makes me, me mad because I really wish someone would send me a box of donuts and clearly these donuts are being wasted on girls who don't eat donuts please discuss thanks Jessica well I don't those donuts too. Oh my god, they've been on a donut spree. <laughs> I follow this is fun. I follow that donut shop on Instagram. <laughs> Just coincidentally. Oh, it's not because you found them through. Nope. It's because the donuts look really good. What is can you say? It's it? California donuts. Oh, that's California donuts. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, oh, California donuts is promoting Kylie. And then I like saw it on someone else's Instagram. But and you I was know, like, I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but when they've shown them on um their Instagrams and like when all the girls have had them, like I don't think they credit California donuts. No, they don't. Because I, I thought crazy. it was an ad. And then I was like, I don't know what this donut company is. But so you would find out from the reverse if yeah, yeah. you follow them because it's not even an ad it's just like they really do go get those donuts also i gotta say as like a east coast transplant to california when i moved here i was like so 
California really likes donuts. Is that true? I there's you can't go any <laughs> other city in the world and find the same amount of donuts shops as you can in Los Angeles. That's so no. funny. I well, never and got I, that. I know why. So I, many. I found out why. It's because of um, uh, Asian immigrant families when they got here oh. opening business that would run in cash. So that's why there's a lot of laundromats and donuts. Oh, that's what I heard. It might be untrue, but I think that sounds about right. Like. They're like they, they so a lot of people were opening up cash businesses that would be easy to like oh. um, to just have what you know. Well, there's definitely an era of these like uh, old personalized donuts going on right now. That's like they're very cool and they spell things out and they're it's like, like little, those mylar those balloons yeah. used yeah. to be the yes. thing. Now it's donuts. Now it's these but like truly, personalized like, donuts. When you moved here, were you shocked at all the do- oh donuts? Oh my god, absolutely! I never noticed that. Because I you're a like, SoCal girl. Yeah, it's that's true. I remember our first <laughs> like when we were first moved here, we were like beyond. Or, and I mean, whatever, for someone who's like fine and living in an apartment. But like, we spent our last $2 in our bank account on one coffee and a donut and we split it. And I remember it so, because we were like sitting on our in our little apartment and we were like, we're going to be okay. Like, we're just going to spend our last $2 on this donut and a coffee because that's what we want right now. And we'll figure it out. <laughs> like, But I love donuts in California and it always reminds me of that whenever oh, we eat donuts. Yeah. I want donuts really bad. They're so good. They're so Good. I started going to Weight Launchers meetings and I have points left, guys. Ooh, how are you liking it? I just went to a meeting with our friend Anessa, who mm. we were talking to earlier. Uh, I went last week and there's a, oh, it's a real ragtag group of people in that <laughs> in that Weight Watchers meeting. Uh, there's a nun there. Oh my god, I love nuns. My mom did Weight Watchers for so much of our lives. Um, there was a lady who I think is m- maybe agoraphobic, but comes to Weight Watchers <laughs> meetings. She's like, this is the only reason I leave the house. <gasps> Wow, um, good for her. There was a lady sitting next to us who kept being like, oh, that's too many points. <laughs> Sorry. Of oil in that. She just muttered about everything everyone was saying. I was like, shut <laughs> up. And it's mostly older women. It's like much older women. I've heard a lot of people like really like feel results from that or I Probably. I mean, it is like, really you, enjoy it you know, it's like just, you know, you're going there every week at the same yeah. time. So Sorry, like, I have to leave. It's fine. Okay, maybe forever. I love you. Bye. 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 No, we no. love you. This is the people come for this. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is relatability. Um, uh, so yeah, that's what donuts are a big thing here. Um, I don't know what this season, this series holds for us. I know. So I mean, it seemed like they teased the idea of some dating. I mean, ultimately, it's like I think the way to look at it is this: we're getting exactly what we know we're getting. Yeah, you know, like I think both I, keeping up within this show, like you know, I don't think they're trying to like really push the envelope so much and I think this is a show that's like I think it's really just about supply and demand and that it's like she is an insanely in demand presence and they know that they can squeeze out like almost nothing and people will probably watch I would you know? love to find out what the ratings were me for too it. oh you know oh, this is what I was going to talk about because uh, there was a great BuzzFeed thing of like lots of really snarky tweets of mm. people like really uh, hating on the show and the thing that people kept saying especially because I will not spoil it but last night's uh, the Sunday's Game of Thrones that it was up against was just like a huge episode that set the internet like ablaze and everybody was like on Twitter like wait so they're that confident in Kylie they're putting Kylie up against Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> and like listening to a lady like whine about being famous up against like one of the greatest shows ever <laughs> in the season that it's oh, like this oh. season is obliterating and it's like oh because I had it too where they were at the same time and I was like 
Ooh, I have to watch Life of Kylie, but I'm going to miss Game of Thrones. <laughs> Did you not watch it? I missed Game of Thrones. I watched it today. And oh, I was wow. like, it was torturous because there's only so many hours on the end of a Sunday. And I was like, I'm not going to start an hour long drama. So I just like yeah. woke up today, had to like hide from the internet because it's- I just had to not watch uh, Embarrassing Bodies today. <laughs> you know what though? I didn't see what happened in the final four. I- I'm waiting to find out with the final four of the Br- Great British Big Bob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find these numbers real quick. Oh, of how the show did? I don't, uh, yeah. They may not, would they be up? Yeah, they may not be up. up yet, but I, you know what? I, I will say this. The show was not that entertaining to me. I don't hate Kylie. I think no, she's I, coming off. I think she's coming off. I think not she's, great. I think the producers aren't, aren't there for her. I think she's doing better than I thought. Yeah. But it's still like she, I was expecting like a three on a scale of one to 10. I think she's bringing like a 4.5 okay. or a five. That's not bad, Kylie. And like, that's better I, than I, mean, I was expecting. Honestly, the first season of keeping up with the Kardashians was nothing to like write home about. Yeah. I think it's like, um, I'm, I, I also, you know, this is what I will say is redeeming. And like I was saying about the prom scenes, one of the things that we've talked about before on this show that I really appreciate about keeping up with is that they so directly address their real actual fame and how it impacts their lives. That's a thing on like housewives that really has always driven me crazy that they don't really show them like what it's like and how they're getting mobbed and like how their fame is really getting, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not not getting mobbed the way the Kardashians are. Lots of reality shows go out of their way to like crop that out and like not show you like the big mob that's standing outside of dash when they're going in to do their scenes and Kardashians keeping up with does a cool job of being like they're fucking hugely famous now and it affects their life in a really crazy way and our show now deals with it in the way that it ended up having to deal with Paris right yeah so I think with Kylie the part that I will be coming back for is like I am fascinated by well, seeing. Well, you have to come back. I have to come back. <laughs> I have me on gonna. But like, I that prom stuff and just seeing her like walking through the airport and like those images she, to me are pretty. She did incredible. say like I can't go to the airport and I wanted to be like, well, everybody hates the airport. I yeah. guess I just don't. You're not unique. <laughs> no one has. No one takes a picture of me when I. But it is like everyone looks their shittiest at the airport, so I get it. And I, you know, the last thing we should talk about is. Oh. That Her on that she, plane? She's like, can you just get me another plane? <laughs> I want another plane. Is this one blue? They're like, you don't like it? She's like, no, it's funny. I mean, she's like one of the most famous humans alive right now. It's crazy. Companies like probably scramble to just meet every whim. But no, I was going to say- I did think it was interesting and I wonder if this will come up is bringing up her sisters and, and like Bella and, um, yeah, she's Haley, like, is it Haley, Haley, Hillary? Like, uh, yeah, Bal- she's, Haley Baldwin and like referencing those girls as like, they're built for this, this kind of like parallel they're trying to build of like, they're built for this. I'm not. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would be interested to see her talk. Also just talking about that as like your peer group is kind of crazy. You know, it's really like, girls are so famous right now. It's like, I don't know, like even like relating it back to anxiety where people are like, I just feel so anxious. You're like, everyone feels anxious yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think that we are buckled in. We'll see how this season goes. Guys, as always. I know um, Trisha's dealing with her, her baby. But she has a baby. I think it's we'll, so good to have her back. It's so back. It's it's so back. Um, yeah, we we have lots more thoughts next week. We'll be we're back in the groove. We have a show yeah. to recap. We got, I'm sure, more news as always. Remember, we know you're not telling your friends you're listening to us. So that means we really need you yeah. to rate us hey, this on is iTunes. Thing. We need
need you to. We get really nice comments from people saying that like, yeah. this is cool that like, this is a place that people talk about Kardashians in an in-depth way. Like, let's all just be loud and proud, right? Like just. No, keep it a secret, but rate us. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Tell your friends. Um, it's important that we all feel it's, not shamed about the things that we love. very funny that like, whenever I'm ever talking about the podcast, uh, and I'm like, and what's funny is none of our friends listen to it. <laughs> none of my friends nope. listen to it. None of your nope. friends. Um, I have a couple. I have a couple of writer dies. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Um, I know my friend Tony's out there listening. Uh, Rebecca, she's listening. But like Joanna Shadow. For the most part, like it's people we don't know. And that's yeah. so awesome. So um, it means so much. Um, yeah, it means a lot. Should we bring up that email we got just to mention? Oh, yeah. I mean, I got like a, well, we, we don't have to read the whole thing, but. Yeah, I don't know if just, Maggie. So. Well, I'll just say, um, so a a listener wrote, uh, greetings, hearing Marcy talk about uh, getting on antidepressants and the whole crew talk about living with depression, anxiety, was everything I needed. I work in mental health and yet I've struggled in silence for years with my own depression and anxiety. I've been on meds and have been avoiding getting back into therapy. This week has been tough, lots of anxiety. after, And after listening to the pod today, for the first time in many years, I got online and found a few therapists in my area, called a set of appointments for next week, Thank you for sharing your stories. You helped a stranger today. Um, thank you so much. This truly made me burst into tears. Yeah. Uh, I screenshotted it and sent it to the group. Not that everybody needs to send us dramatic or not. This isn't dramatic, but like heavier emails, but like it, this is, it meant a lot. And we just, and I wanted to say thank you. In fold, it made me go be like, all right, I'm on meds. Let's go find therapy. Yeah. Now. So just, like I like posted on my Facebook about, you know, I found someone posted a resource of like sliding scale, so a lot of places have it. So, you know, just take some time Let's for you. Take our time and take care of ourselves. Trish is back. We're signing off, Trish. Okay. Um, we love you. Maybe he was just screaming if anyone didn't hear it. <laughs> the airwaves. We let him know. But um, no, we were Good just saying God. that we're, we're in for a, a fun season. Yeah. And that we're happy to have you back. I'm happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> and we are pushing everybody, even if they don't like talking about Kardashians with everyone in their life, that they should rate and review our show because it helps us so it much. It helps us so much. So. Um, but we'll be back next week. And send us whatever your thoughts are. Yeah, we want to hear what us. you think about Life of Kylie. Yeah, like, especially if anyone is a teen or knows a oh, teen. Oh, yeah, young people. Like, what is are there we a getting? teen I'm gonna you know ask, who's like, yes, this. I bet my niece is not into Kylie, but I'll ask her. So, yeah, email us anything at carditionit at gmail.com. That's K-A-R-D-I-S-H-I-N-I-T at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Carditionit. Bye! Bye! Bye.